The stock market has been hit pretty hard at the beginning of 2022. So in today's podcast, we're going to look at some economic indicators for you to pay attention to just to see where the economy may be heading overall. We're untangling financial issues. Welcome to Your Finances Untangled with Mo Param. Mo is a financial advisor and partner with Cloudvestor. Untangling Your Finances. Welcome to Your Finances Untangled, the podcast devoted to financial planning through all stages of your financial life from a firm that's devoted to that, well, that, that same goal, helping people through all stages of their financial life. And that firm is Cloud Vesters, a fiduciary firm and uh, a firm that's there for you with the human touch and the ease, really, and convenience of virtual planning. But you are, you're working with someone who knows you, someone like Mo Param, someone who happens to be the host of this podcast. <laughs> Hello, Mo. Dave, how are you doing? Good, good, I good. I love how you introduced me. It's always yeah. great. Every, every week. You just never I know, just do you? pumped and ready to go. I know. I'm always ready to dive in here, learn a little bit, have good conversation, and we're talking about where we are in 2022. You know, a lot of people, um, experts, air quotes, maybe, um, <laughs> said we're looking for a bear market in 2021. But the, well, the S&P, for instance, was, I mean, the S&P 500 performed over, what, 25%? Yeah, yeah, almost close to 27, yeah. Yeah, I mean, so... It didn't come. What's happening in 2022? Uh, and that's what we're going to look at. What are we looking at? And as you said earlier, <laughs> what are the indicators for 2022? Maybe they missed it uh, one year because Maybe. the market so far for 2022 has been hit pretty hard. Yeah. 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 So, all right. So, it, it, explain that. How has it been rough so early in the year? It's been rough. You know, if you look at um, the market overall, as of, you know, today's recording, NASDAQ is down 11%. Um, S&P is down over 7 Even the bond market itself is at, you know, negative 1.5%. Uh, so, you know, no, you can't run. No matter what type of asset class you're looking for, um, except for cash, right? The market has just been uh, pretty hitty hard to start the year. Mm. And, you know, is it because of rising interest rates? Well, that's one factor. I mean, rising interest rates um, as a whole, um, the market seems to be adjusting to that. You know, the Fed say they're going to raise interest rates possibly three, maybe even four times this year. And so that impacts uh, different sectors of the market, right? Um, some stocks fare well in rising interest rates. Um, I'd say growth stocks with with positive cash flow, positive earnings, and that actually makes stuff, right? So, you know, think of like an Amazon, an Apple, a Microsoft, right? These companies like print money, right? So rising interest rates uh, don't really impact them too much. Um, uh, dividend stocks are pretty nice in this, uh, dividend stocks are pretty nice in this, in this rising interest rates, as long as the dividends can keep up with the rising interest rates, right? As long as the dividends they're um, these companies are giving back kind of keep up with the interest rates. That's fine. Um, you know, cyclicals, financial, financial, um, financial companies, you know, banks, um, emerging markets tend, tend to fare somewhat better because uh, some of these emerging markets, they're, they're uh, uh, the foundation of their economy is based off commodities. So that seems to be a, a nice play um, during rising rates. But, you know, tech companies don't look that great. 
when interest rates are, are rising, which is why I, I think the NASDAQ has, has been hit pretty hard. Because tech companies uh, rule. <laughs> right? Rule? Is that, I don't know. I mean, because they are so uh, some, of them, uh, dominant, some of them are maybe. cash flow negative. Yeah. Right? They're, they're, some of them don't make money. Right. So if interest rates are going <clears throat> up, the cost of goods are going to go up. Um, and if they aren't making any money, then as an investor, you say to yourself, well, if you're not making any money, you're not going to pay back any dividends. Why invest there, right? And a lot of companies that actually are positive, they do a lot of research and development, right? They're investing back into the companies, back into advancing the technology, expanding. So it's it doesn't really fare well in rising interest rates. Uh, bonds don't look, and bonds and preferreds don't really look that great in rising interest rates because... You know, if the interest rates are locked for the bonds or for preferreds, you know, let's just say you're going to get a 3% interest rate and interest rates as a whole start going up, uh, you know, uh, a couple of basis points or so, then you're locked in at those lower rates as mm-hmm. far as an investor. Uh, oh, small cap companies don't really look that good. A lot of small caps are are debt are, are heavily in debt. What do you do? So get out and get back in real quick, or <laughs> you know? Yeah, I, you know, it's uh, you know, it, it's it's first and foremost, you have to have when you're investing overall, right? Whether the market is doing good, whether the market's not doing that great, or somewhere in between, we usually say have a strategy, right? Mm-hmm. And when you have an investment strategy, you can always go back to your strategy and see which way you need to pivot versus. Just you know, going blind and investing the, investing in the market because when you look at it, you may say to yourself, "My gosh, the S and P five hundred is down seven percent." Well, you know, what do I do? Do I just sell out of it? Well, maybe. Well, if you had some money that was long term, right? Then this level and season of volatility, maybe it's just natural, right? But then if you had money that is safe, right? Money that is. Um, you know, we, we talked about money that's smart, safe, and smart risk. But if you have money that's safe, it's not so impacted by these downturns, then you can weather the storm, right? So it's really going back to, you know, do you have an investment strategy, an investment philosophy? And when you do that, then you know where to or how to navigate these 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 uh, these times. Well, looking at indicators for these times and looking at 2022, consumer confidence, and this is just my layperson take on it, uh, we were we were locked up for a while and then mm-hmm. we were turned loose <laughs> and <laughs> and we spent a lot of money. And mm-hmm. I'm wondering if we're pulling, are we pulling the reins on that some now with inflation? Um, well, yeah, I mean, um, you know, consumer confidence is really what the, what, spenders consumers feel um, how confident they feel about the spending the, the and, yeah. spending the economy overall right mm-hmm. so when you feel confident about the economy then you just start spending right you feel comfortable that your work um, is is stable right you don't you, there's no fears of you losing uh, losing your job mm-hmm. um, you feel confident that the market is going well so again you feel comfortable spending. You feel like interest rates are pretty stable. So, again, you feel confident to go out and spend money. And then, obviously, Christmas, holiday spending season, that's really a, uh, a good time to see how people are feeling about spending. But What's I your, say yeah. uh, now with, you know, um, unemployment, you know, last last week, unemployment 
uh, unemployment claims rose to, I think it's the first time unemployment was like 286,000 people applied for unemployment for the first time. Um, so, you know, that is a big spike from the week before. What's going so, on there? I mean, what do you think? What's causing that? Well, um, the Omicron, right? Omicron yeah. variant is, is, is hitting the job market. Um, you know, that 286,000 is about 55,000 more than the week yeah. before. It's um, weird because I know it affected the uh, the whole business sector in that a lot of people were out of, had to stay out of work. People but, had to stay out. But exactly. you think it's also causing people to lose their jobs? Obviously, that must be causing people to lose their jobs. Yeah, yeah, taking care of family members or uh, you know if they're in a service industry, um, if this if the industry isn't if they're. Uh, you know, we're seeing a lot of companies are scaling back as far as hiring is concerned because you just don't have the staff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've gone to a couple of restaurants and the wait time is a little longer, mm-hmm. less people working, less staff. So, uh, yeah, consumer confidence that that, you know, if the, if these markets continue as they are now and nothing and we don't see any changes, then you, we might see the consumer confidence start to pull back a little bit. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Um so that's one of the indicators, right? It certainly of, of is. How, how the market or how the economy is going to look projected forward is, do we have a lot of, because cons- we're, we're, our economy here in the U.S. Is a, is a very consumer-friendly spending economy, right? Yeah. We need to spend money in this economy uh, to make this economy go. And so if people aren't spending money, well, and they're keeping money on the sidelines and they're saving, well, that's that's fine, right? We always want people saving money, but- our economy is really driven by us spending, right? We need to spend money. Uh, and if we, if the consumer confidence gets too low and people aren't spending, then that, that has a ripple effect, right? That means people aren't going out to restaurants. Uh, that impacts that industry. I mean, people aren't, aren't, aren't buying. That impacts the manufacturing industry. I mean, people aren't traveling. Well, that impacts the airline industry, right? So when people aren't spending, Yes, they may be saving, but that does that does have a ripple effect in different areas. Do we even know what the long term effects of 2020, especially and, you know, the shutdown and COVID overall will have on our overall economy? It hasn't played Not, out yet, has it? It hasn't Certainly. played out yet. You know, the feds have done their doing their have done their best to kind of suppress interest rates. And that's why there's so much news about. Um, are the feds going to start, you know, March has been the time frame where they're going to start to pull back on their buying and interest rates and start, start raising interest rates. Uh, we'll, we, we'll have to see what the ripple effect of that is. We've had a supply chain uh, issue where, you know, manufacturers are just, it's taken forever for them to get their products out. Uh, I had dinner last night with some friends and, you know, they were joking around, but some of their Christmas gifts that they ordered in September have still not arrived. Wow. That's still not arrived. Wow. You know, That's... so, um, you know, if you look at some of the ports, there's just ships that are just waiting, you know, there's yeah. a lot of product that are on, that are on boats. There's just waiting Which to come brings us to, to a lot of people are, as you mentioned, are losing jobs, obviously. And a lot of people are leaving the jobs, you know, the whole great resignation. I mean, what is going on with that? Yeah, people are are leaving jobs, and the idea is they feel confident that they can find better employment elsewhere. I think in November, about four and a half million people quit their jobs. 
Yeah. And saying that they felt confident that they could find something a little better. Uh, you know, and that could be. I always me. found something in my career. I would find it first, then leave. <laughs> because <laughs> I wouldn't leave and say, oh, I feel good. Like, I feel like I'll get something. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of the cart yeah, before the horse a little bit. Yeah, that's a, that's a lot of confidence, right? That's yeah, a lot that's of major confidence. confidence right there. But if you look at the service industry, right? I mean, if you were, if you were getting, you know, I'm just giving a, an example, right? But if you were getting paid $10 as a server somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that here where I live, Chipotle, which is, uh, you know, actually just opened up recently. I think they're hiring for like 15 bucks. Okay, so, right, so they're going to something where the money's better. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think if you're in the service industry, you might have a little more confidence than you know someone who is, you know, corporate America, right? Where uh, you may not want to leave your hundred thousand dollar job thinking that you can well, find another hundred yeah. or hundred twenty five thousand. But if you're an hourly worker uh, in different industries, right? Yeah. I know, I know that you know. McDonald's, for instance, to here there, I saw a sign the other day, you know, hiring $13 an hour. Uh-huh. Right. And if you're getting paid 10, you may say, well, I'll just leave at this restaurant and go to McDonald's and work for 13, get it's, $3 more. It's, you know, it's odd too, because it has become sort of a buyer's market for, for workers in a way. And it's almost like the market, it, the, pri- the, the private market is saying, what minimum wage we're above that now. So in other words, the market is going above what minimum wage is way above. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. the, the whole demand thing. It's demand. Yeah. There's, there's some demand in certain industries um, where uh, there is, there is more work than it can be filled. Uh, but then also it's, you know, we, we have to have uh, too much confidence could, could cause people to, to wait. Right. Well, you know, if Chipotle is offering 15, well, maybe if I wait another month or two, they may be, you know, doing it at 17 or maybe another restaurant may, uh, uh, maybe I may get a raise here. Right. So mm-hmm. if, if, if there's too many people like kind of quitting, um, thinking that they'll find better employment, well, then we have to be then businesses. We need the economy to, to, to get back to where it needs to be. Right. So businesses can, open up and and post more job openings you know what i was wondered about at the height of this whole the restaurants you know they were many were desperate to get employees and i happen to know of some that were offering now you had to stay on board stay employed for at least three months in some cases but you got a bonus uh, mm-hmm. For doing that. And I always wonder, what did the current employees think of this new person coming in and they get a thousand dollar bonus? It's like, <laughs> hey, we've been here in the trenches. Hello. I mean, uh, you, did you ever think about that? I mean, maybe they had a way of working that out where there wouldn't be hard feelings. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I always wondered that. Yeah, I know. Uh, it's almost like the, uh, the cell phone ads, right? If you transfer if you transfer one service to another we'll give you a thousand dollars we'll we'll buy your phone out and here you have these loyal customers that have been there for years and you're like hey i'm, I'm taking in the shorts i'm not getting that, i know that, that bonus. it's it is it's very much the same thing absolutely <laughs> uh you know another thing too uh before we go to a quick break uh the housing market situation that's another thing oh that's just gosh. really bizarre now and i i mean is it a bubble i mean what's going to happen there 
Oh man, you know, um, that's, that's the housing market, um, is, is on fire right now. Um, if you are a seller, you know, this is prime opportunity, right? The, 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 the amount that you can get for your home, the valuations for your home, you're just seeing, um, that increase the, the, but at the same time, if you're a buyer, right, you may, you may say to yourself, well, wait a minute, am I, am I buying at a, at a high, right? Should I wait a little longer? Yeah. I wait for this, wait for the, the, the housing market to kind of cool down and maybe I'll, maybe I'll be able to pay less for the home, right? Will interest um, rates cool it down some? Well, it, it may, right? Because if, if, if interest rates, if interest rates go down, uh, well, if, if interest rates go up, right, um, that means that people are going to start, uh, if you're planning to buy a home, then you may be paying more for your mortgage, right? The rate interest rates for your mortgage. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so we've seen historic lows, right? Mortgage rates are, you know, hovering near 3%, uh, depending on, you know, like a 30-year um, but if, if, if interest rates continue to go up, then we might see a little bit of a cool down as far as many people looking to buy homes, right? They may see it as a big, uh, as a, you know, really getting a, a great deal. Uh, and they'll be spending more, uh, the, be, uh, the loans will just cost more to, to, mm-hmm. uh, uh, to have that mortgage. So, you know, if you can be patient, Right. If you're looking to buy a home, maybe be patient and just kind of see how the interest rates uh, uh, may impact your, the, the mortgage industry. And maybe you. Uh, but, um, yeah, it, it's it's you know, interest rates. Rising interest rates can cause, you know, those that are looking to buy homes kind of to, to take a step back and say, is this a great time for me to to make that large purchase? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, and we talked, I think we talked about this in a couple of podcasts ago about the how, what's going on in the housing market and what that's doing for renters. You know, I tell you, if you're single with no kids to claim and you rent, you just don't get any tax breaks, do you? <laughs> you really don't. You just can't Zero. catch a break. Zeros. And now Zero the, tax breaks. Yeah, now the rent, you know, rent's going up too, along with housing prices. So. Yeah, I think I read somewhere that... Um, um, rent has gone up like 18%. Wow. That's Man. Yeah. What's okay. What's going on here? It's like this train <laughs> is just rolling down the tracks and you can see ahead. The bridge is out, but we're just throw some more coal in there. Let's get this thing going. <laughs> but what's going on? When, when are we going to put on the brakes a little bit? Uh uh, I wish am I, I knew. Am I being dramatic, overly dramatic there, or? I mean, um, it may be a little dramatic, <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, but it, it uh, is a concern, right? Yeah. I mean, it's it's a concern if you know if you're renting, right, and you and all of a sudden your landlord, you know, for for a while, a lot of landlords had to keep silent, right, because there was a, a, a they, they weren't able to they, because of what the government has done with, with memorandums and everything. Um, you know, for a good portion of almost two years, you know, there were some people that were living rent free. Yeah. To be right, quite honest, right. right? Yeah, sure. And so sure. landlords, you they're know, making still up had for that. Yeah. yeah. So they're, they're making up for it. Wow. Um, again, our, an effect of COVID. I mean, that's why we just don't know how this thing's going to play out yet. Yeah. So if the cost of your living situation, like your rent goes up, but your income is not going up, 
close to that same level, right? But then now we have an issue. Well, you have an right? issue. Cost in, of living's going up, but yeah. your income's not going up. And and actually, that affects so much, which is what we can move into in the second segment, is what do you do with your money in dealing with the hand we are being dealt for 2022 and going forward? And we'll get into that with Moe's. We take a look at what's ahead in 2022 and some economic indicators and strategies you should employ on the podcast, Your Finances Untangled. Can you enjoy the best of both worlds in your financial planning, the convenience of a virtual relationship with your advisor, but also maintaining the human touch? That's Cloud Vesters. That's cloudvesters.com. They're an endorsed Dave Ramsey Smart Vester. That's a relationship you can trust. At Cloud Vesters, you get a personal relationship with one of the team advisors who will help you build a robust investment strategy. It's all about specific, customized planning for your unique situation and for wherever you are in life, whether you're just starting out or getting close to retirement. Holistic financial planning in all areas, including taxes, estate planning, insurance, cash flow, and budgeting. They even offer customized personal websites for clients. The technology of today while still maintaining that human touch. That's Cloudvesters. That's cloudvesters.com. Hey, we're back. It's Your Finances Untangled and cloudvestors.com. Definitely check out that website and for the firm you just heard about uh, because a great firm it is and really getting a human being with you, working with you in all stages of your financial life. I like to say it because it's true. It's like when you first start your career and and have a family and put kids through college and then working towards retirement you can have them there with you, knowing the strategies and also knowing the strategies for now. As I mentioned a moment ago, with the hand that we're currently dealt. And that's kind of what we're looking at uh, with Mo Param here in 2022, some economic indicators. Before we move into what strategies, maybe how you should look at it for 2022 and where we are and where we think it's going to go. Um, we touched on it a little bit when we talked about interest rates, but inflation Um where are we going with this? How, I mean, I, I don't, I, I think the, the infrastructure is now set up possibly to keep us from getting to a, a late seventies, early eighties situation, but who knows? We don't know for sure. What, what do you think? How high can it go or how long will it last? Well, um, you know, inflation lasts, it, it, inflation is real. It's a real thing, right? Even before um, this rising inflation, uh, season that we're in right now, when, we, when we're planning for our clients, you know, we always, especially when we're projecting, projecting, you know, 20, 30 years, you know, clients looking at retirement, we always factor in an inflation adjustment, mm-hmm. right? Uh, we all know dollars that um, dollars don't spend the same way they did five years ago, 10 years ago, right? Yeah. So your, your plan, your investment strategy, your investment plan should always in- include some level of rising inflation. But what we saw was inflation about six, almost 7% last year, mm-hmm. right? So that's, yeah, that's, almost that's seven, huge, yeah. mm-hmm. right? And so what that means is the cost of goods have gone up, right? I think we've all seen that at the gas pumps. We've seen it at the grocery stores. Uh, you know, anyone who's looking to build, like if you're looking to build a house, build a deck, you know, you've seen that the cost of lumber has gone up. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, just, that That's just the... So basically, it just costs more to live, right? And so 
that that plays a major impact. Again, it goes back to, well, if it costs more to live, is your income keeping up with the cost of living? Yeah. And if not, then there's some things you need to do. All right. Uh, don't don't panic. All right. Uh, but you might have to adjust your budget. All right. Uh, are there things that if your income is in keeping up with the cost of goods, are there things that we need to clean up? Things that we may need to cancel. Um, things that we may maybe we eat home more than go out. Mm-hmm. Right? Maybe we the old saying of you know make your coffee at home versus going out and buying a five dollar cup of coffee mm-hmm. uh, may have to start doing things like that. Um, uh, but you also have to look at other things, right? You also have to look at well if you're how you're saving, right? If the cost of goods are going up and you're looking at parking money for long term, then all of a sudden money in the bank account that you're getting 0.000002 interest rate on isn't keeping up. And so all of a sudden the market, even as volatile as it might be over the long term, has a higher rate than what you're getting at your bank. Yeah. So now you're so maybe some of your nest egg has to go into the market just to keep up. In a, and, in a, were, and, and of and, course, too, depending on where you are in life, as far as the risk that you allocate. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in these times, you know, you might be conservative uh, and say, well, you know, I'm a little older. I need to pull back. I need to put some money in cash or some type of fixed instruments just to because I'm getting closer to retirement or maybe I'm in retirement. But if these conservative fixed instruments aren't keeping up with inflation, then you might have to dip your toe into the equity market just a little more than you expected. Right. right? Again, just to keep up with the cost of living. And again, that's why you always say that the plans that you help your client structure are living and breathing because they have to react not only to changes in your life, but changes in the economic universe, the world of our economy which we are, we are likely to see in 2022. I mean, we will see. We already are seeing it, mm-hmm. uh, these changes. Um, yeah, so, financial planning is a living and breathing thing. Yeah. It's living and breathing, which is, you know, I laugh sometimes when when I, you know, when we meet with people, they tell me that they're, that they're, they're financial advisor that they were working with before, and maybe they're looking for a second opinion. And, you know, they have a, a, a booklet, right? This is my financial plan that my advisor wrote for me five years ago. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you know, we're sticking to the script and, you know, five uh, years ago, pre COVID, five years ago, pre COVID <laughs> had a new baby. Yeah. Uh, maybe you've lost your job. Maybe you've taken a, a step back and, uh, you're taking a cut in pay just to keep your job, uh, rising interest rates. And they haven't gone through that plan to make any adjustments. It's like, it's financial plan is living and breathing. It's right? like if McDonald's was still operating on their business plan from 1970. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, and it, so it makes sense that it has to be. So how, all right. So we, we, we were in a roaring bull market for a long time and I, we don't know what's to come exactly, but how will strategies that you put, you help your clients put in place differ now than say five years ago? pre-COVID? Yeah. Um, good question. Good question. So, you know, um, strategies like, uh, you know, savings, like where are you saving? Right. Um, if, if we feel like the market, uh, if you haven't, if you're taking a step back from, 
um, COVID, right? If you took a, uh, if you've taken a pay cut, um, if you maybe stopped some of your retirement planning, some of your retirement contributions, because you just want a little extra cash around. Well, then now it's time for us to get back into, get back to, to saving, right? Um, Get back into investing for your long term. So um, what we're doing is encouraging our clients to, to, if, if we've, um, uh, if we've taken any pause in our investing, if you're taking any pause and and scaling back your retirement, let's go back and start investing again, mm-hmm. right? Let's let's stay back on track and maybe make up for some of uh, the losses uh, uh, that we not really losses, but some of the lost opportunity we, we've missed because we weren't contributing. Uh, I know some companies last year were scaling back on their matching, so so some people that um, and I've. I've I actually talked to a client the other day. Um, they decided to just hold off on investing uh, because the company wasn't matching. And I wasn't a big fan of that. Mm-hmm. But now their company is doing well, doing better, more confident. They're, they're, they brought back the matching program. So now let's go. You know, let's go back to matching. Yeah, let's go back to that. Right. Yeah. Let's go back to investing. Um, you know, uh, opportunities of where to put money, right? Tech was booming, right? But now again, if uh, and so we had a lot, so we had some clients, depending on where they were, were investing in the the, the tech stocks because they, that was a really big momentum during that time frame. Mm-hmm. Well, that's again, that's really great in a low interest rate, uh, low inflationary um, uh, landscape. But that's changed, right? Again, right. we just talked about it. Interest mm-hmm. rates going up, inflation is here. Uh, maybe we we start to pivot from tech and go into more uh, uh, maybe cyclical type of investing, cyclical type of um, uh, um, asset classes for us to go into to take advantage of the landscape that we're in right now. What what would be an example of of cyclical? Um, an example of cyclical, so like energy, right? Energy, uh-huh. uh, uh, materials, right? Uh, uh, again, financial institutions, banks, you know, that's those, those seem to fare well in, uh-huh. in this type of environment that we're in right now. Okay. I see what you're saying. Okay. So what you're, you're looking at what fares well for where we are now. Let me ask you this. Yeah. If we're facing a bear market, I know you talked about, and you're right. I mean, uh, you the money you have in the bank is in, in, in inflation, uh, high inflation, losing money safely. But if you, if you enter a bear market, is there any kind of case for boosting that, the, um, the, the, the liquid bucket, if you will, a little more. So if you do need money, cash in hand right away, you don't lock in losses. Um, yeah, yeah. So, so you're saying, so if we're in a, in a bear market, like what do we do with, with cash? Do you, I mean, do you look at that emergency fund and yeah, you're not making a lot on it, but it's ready cash. Do you look at maybe boosting that a little bit so you can at least kind of leave your investments alone and you don't have to tap into them and lock in any losses? And lock in any losses. Yeah. 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 No, that's that's another place. To, yeah, you're right. I mean, bear market, bear markets, uh, yeah, that, that's really more of like an a, a economic downturn. Right. So you start to you want to you want to stay invested. Right. And you don't want to sell you know, you don't want to sell your investments at a at depreciating value, right? Mm-hmm. So in some areas, you, you kind of just stay invested, uh, putting some money to on the sideline, boosting up your, your cash reserves, um, do, does a couple of things. One is 
it helps with, you know, if we enter a bear market, are we going to see some layoffs, right? So maybe you may just want to increase your cash uh, reserves just in case something mm-hmm. happens work-wise, right? Um, but also, it's also a place where if we're in a bear market, we have some money that's le- ready to go in case we start to see a little bit of uh, a resurgence that we have money to invest, right? right. We can actually take advantage of these depressed stocks. True, good, good point. Um, You're po- poised and ready. So you poised and ready, right? Yeah. So some of it is just strategic of, well, I might just wait a little bit, be a little patient. Let's just let the dust clear in the market. Okay, I'm not going to sell anything, right? Because that's just, you know, you always want to buy low, sell high, right? So you don't want to sell a depreciating mm-hmm. asset. So I'm just going to put some money away, put it in cash, right? Get ready to invest. When I start, when the dust settles, we kind of see where the market's going to go. Now I have some money to deploy into the market. All right, good stuff, Mo. We'll yeah. we'll be talking throughout the year 2022, so we can look back on what we were saying in January of 2022, and and we can look back and see where we are now. Uh, kind of mm-hmm. keep a, a check on it as the year goes on. In closing, uh, if I may gripe just for a little bit. Because okay. we're in that time of the year where, um, you know, we get a, a snowstorm or two. Um, <laughs> what is it the like the local media, like the local TV stations, do they whip people into a frenzy? And because, you know, they, they get excited. <laughs> and so they go like wall to wall snow flurry coverage. Um, and, and then people, I think get whipped into a frenzy and then they dash to the grocery store and buy up the bread and milk. What is with the bread and milk? (laughs) Help me. And toilet paper. Well, you know, yes, yes. Now that's become a thing. That's Um, a thing. And I think COVID hurt with that because I think people ignored toilet paper in snowstorms before COVID. They just were so (laughs) in such a hurry to get the bread and milk before it ran out. Uh, Well, I am I am still sour with the local media because we were uh, my partner, Andrew and I, we were scheduled to be on air um, at a local 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 channel Uh for our TV show, Your Retirement Untangled. Uh huh. And, uh, you know, we were ready to watch it. And then all of a sudden we were bumped for a local weather advisory <laughs> here in Atlanta for, I don't even know, 0.00000001 inches of snow. Oh, I know. And it never happened. Armageddon. And they go wall to wall and, and they'll send reporters out. Uh, so what are you seeing out there on West Main Street, uh, Chip? Well, I think if I look real hard and squint a little bit, I can maybe see a flake. Chip, stay safe. Stay the flags safe. Flags are blowing Chip. a little faster than I, a little harder than I thought, but... Uh, yeah, stay safe, uh, Chip. <laughs> Did you see so, where the reporter got hit by a car? She was doing. I like, saw that. Wow. She took it like a champ, though. She just she, she, uh, she got hit and said, "You know, I got I just got hit by a car. I'm okay. I just got hit by a car. I'm okay." The car was, I mean, obviously going. Thank goodness, going slow, but still. And 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 the anchor. A lot of people, I think, were giving the anchor back at the station flag. But I mean, I think he had to remind people. Look, I couldn't see what was going on. I could only hear. (laughs) I'm sure he would have been concerned. 
They put these people out in, I mean, just to get a live shot, it's sometimes ridiculous. All right. Well, good stuff, Mo. I like our conversations, and we'll continue with it. Yes. Next week, same time, same place. And the places are everywhere because the podcast is everywhere. So spread the word on your finances untangled. Be sure to rate, review, and share this podcast. New episodes of Your Finances Untangled are available on Apple Podcasts or wherever you download your podcasts. Investment advisory services offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Moise Param and his guests provide general information, not personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. The opinions expressed on this program are not intended to be a recommendation or investment advice and do not constitute a solicitation to buy, sell, or hold a security or an investment strategy. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company.